Hello everyone, this is Scott Myers and this is Truth Talk. I want to talk to you today about an important subject. I've entitled it, For God's Sake, What's Wrong With Me? Have you ever asked yourself that question before? I know that I have many times. Like the time when I was a teenager, when I got on the back of a ninja motorcycle with a friend who liked to hit speeds of 130 miles per hour. <laughs> I remember asking the question, What's wrong with me for getting on this bike? Am I crazy or what? Or maybe the time when I climbed 60 feet up Chimney Rock at Lake Martin just to jump off. As I looked off, I asked myself, what's wrong with me? Am I crazy or what? But there are a number of times that I can remember that I've asked myself this question. And I've wondered if there really was something wrong with me. You know, even some serious things. I've asked myself, is there something wrong with me? You know, with the fact of the matter, I think that we all do this. But even so, I find that, that, that I've asked that, that same question after doing something stupid, or doing something selfish, or just flat out doing something that's wrong and sinful. And the truth of it is, is that we all do this. There are times in our lives that we all do this. You know, I've been a Christian for over 30 years, and I can still slip up. And I do slip up at times, and I can do a big piece of stupid right there in front of God and all creation. I've done it many times, and <laughs> probably would do it, do it again, but before uh, this day's up, and I hope that I don't, but, but I probably will. But you know how it is when, when you do something dumb and you have to ask yourself that question, you know, what's wrong with me? What's going on here? There have been times, uh, uh, too many times in my faith walk that not only did I, that I sin, but at times that I, 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 sin, I sin big time. And even at some of those times, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed those sinful times, at least for a season, how many know that sin is fun and sin is enjoyable for a while, but, but that doesn't make it right? <clears throat> I remember early on in my faith that when I would, would lose my temper, I mean, I'd throw a fit and just, just do a big old piece of stupid. I mean, do a huge piece of stupid. And I would ask myself that same question, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get it together? I mean, I, I, mean, I must not be a Christian for surely a Christian wouldn't act like that. Surely a Christian wouldn't lose his temper and blow his top. I would feel horrible. I would feel extremely bad about it and still wonder, you know, maybe maybe I wasn't even really saved. Was I was I really saved? Was am I really a Christian? And I would come to the conclusion I must not be saved if I can get that mad and I can act that way, right? Well, then I would go to church after that. And I'd hear a message most likely confusing me even more. And I would hear I'd hear the preacher say something like, well, if you're a Christian, you might sin, but if you can stay in that sin, then you just ain't saved. You need to get saved. Oh, boy. Here I'd go again, feeling even more insecure and more confused about whether or not I was saved or not. Was I going to heaven or was I going to hell? What's going on? I'd lie in bed at night thinking that I, I must not be saved. And, and I would pray to God, asking Him, begging God to save me and to make me a Christian. Over and over, that would be the case. Night after night, sin after sin, I'd get in bed and do that. After a long night of, of doing what I would, uh, I'd, I'd wake up and, and feel much better. You know, after praying all night, God saved me. I'd feel much better and, and thinking, now I'm saved. Whew, much better. I'm saved now. I'm going to heaven. I know that now I'm a Christian. Then a few days, a week, or maybe even a month might pass by and, and it would happen again. It would happen again. I'd do a big old piece of stupid once again. And I'd sin against God and against someone else. And there I was asking that question all over again. 
What's wrong with me? God, what's wrong with me? Am I saved? Why? I must not be saved. Lord, you must not save me. Talk about frustration. I was one frustrated dude, and I was, I was upset to say the least. I see this all the time. Been in ministry for, for well over 25 years. I, I've seen it many, many, many times. And it's so unfortunate that this happens. And in my own personal life, there came a time that I eventually got tired of this, and I simply went to God's Word for help. Now, there's an idea. <laughs> Go into God's Word and see what God's Word says about it. You know, I find that many more Christians would just open up the Bible and they would read what it says, take it for what it says, believe it, act upon it. I think there'd be a lot less confusion in the world and a lot, lot less uh, those times when we ask ourselves, what's wrong with me? <clears throat> My first stopping place that I went to was the verse that I'd memorized when I had first trusted Christ. That's that verse that most children know, Vacation Bible School, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. In basic terms, if I would only believe in Jesus, if I would just believe in Jesus, I would be saved. That's what John 3.16 said. I remember praying after reading this, and I said something like, okay, Lord, I believe this in my faith. I, I accept it as being true. Now, Lord, help me understand why that why that I, a born-again, Jesus-loving Christian, why that I just keep messing up and sinning after time, after time, after time, after time, and sometimes sinning really big, you know, really big, big sins. And then, then God led me to Romans 7, and I found that the apostle, the apostle Paul, it's amazing, the apostle Paul, the greatest Christian that ever lived, that the apostle Paul evidently had similar struggles bam right there i mean it was right there in romans 7 booyah it says that paul said he did things that he didn't want to do and he didn't do the things that he knew that he needed to do basically paul the apostle paul the great christian of all time he said that even though that he was a follower of jesus that he still messed up and yes even the apostle paul still did pieces of stupid i love this talk about relief talk about comfort for me we see this truth throughout Scripture. It's there. We just got to read it. God's people have the tendency to sin. God's people throughout Scripture have the tendency to still sin and sin in big ways and in big, huge ways at times. Remember David? How about Samson? What about the Apostle Peter? They knew God. They knew God. They lived for God. They did great things for God. And at times, they did big old pieces of stupid. You know, this, this does not mean when we do a piece of stupid, when we sin, when we, when we totally mess up with God, that does not mean that we're not saved. It surely means, though, that Christians, that we as a follower of Jesus Christ, we still have the propensity to sin. And we will sin. And at times... We're going to sin big, and we're going to sin for extended periods of time. I'm reminded of Jonah and also of, of Lot, whom Jesus referred to and called him Righteous Lot. Remember Lot's life? Lot sinned. He never really trusted God in, in a way of that was practical. Oh, he believed in God, but he never lived the life that he really trusted God. God called him righteous. Jesus called him righteous, but he lived in sin. Lot lived in sin Till he died. Jonah did. Jonah was, remember Jonah, the story of Jonah? Jonah got mad at God because he saved the Ninevites. Blows my mind. 
If you read about Jonah, you're going to see that he was a reluctant prophet. And Jonah, a prophet of God, a believer in God, we never see him where he was right with God. He stayed mad at God. He lived in sin, but yet he was a prophet of God. He was a saved individual. In 1 John 5.16, John makes reference to the sin unto death. And what that does, when John referred to that, when he, when he mentions that sin unto death, he tells us not to pray for those that are committing the sin unto death. The red flags are to go up there. 1 John 5.16, in that reference, that affirms that a believer, that a believer can actually live in sin till he dies and still be saved. Oh, I know I've heard it. I've heard it preached many times. If you sin and you can stay in sin, then you're not really saved. That doesn't, that, that doesn't hold water with this text right here. There is the fact, there is the truth, there is God's word in 1 John 5.16 that a believer can commit a sin and that sin leads to death. That affirms, that tells us that a believer can live in sin and he can live in sin up to the point that he dies and that believer still be saved. That's amazing there. That's, that's, that's really amazing there. So, so what am I saying, Scott? What are you saying? This is truth talk. Well, I'm speaking truth. First of all, I am not saying that sin is okay. Sin is wrong, and it's never acceptable. It is never acceptable. But it is something that we must deal with daily till we die. Well, what's wrong with us then? Let's go back to the beginning. For God's sake, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with us then? The truth is we are sinners Saved by grace, living in a fallen world with many enticements and many temptations uh, and many pullings and, 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 and drawings um, that the enemy uses to discourage us, to deter us, and to defeat us. There will be times of victory over them, while there will also be times when we simply succumb and fall into sin. It's going to happen. It's not right, it's not okay, but it's going to happen. Even so, we're to take courage. We're to take courage, saints. When you totally blow it, now this is my word to you, when you totally blow it, as I have done many times, get up, get with God, confess that to God, ask God to forgive you, and press on. 1 John 1.9, stick with me, 1 John 1.9, let this be a part of your life. We confess, He forgives. Confess your sins, He forgives us of our sins. Now that's good stuff. That is good stuff. My dear friend, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, press on with God. When you blow it, get up, confess it to God. Lord, I totally blew it. Please forgive me. You know what He does? He forgives us. He will forgive you. And then press on. Now, let's move forward in Jesus' name. God bless you. Till next time, this is Scott Myers, and this is Truth Talk.